See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. And hey, hey, hey. Slow Robot a Go-Go. Big show number 102. What makes it big? I don't know. The hey, content, the, the hosts, the, the subject matter, the... The greatness. Yes, the greatness, apparently. The intelligence, the... I'm <laughs> uh, not sure. No. Just keep ladling on the lies. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what makes it 102? <laughs> there's been 102, one of these before this, oh, and this is okay, the 102. So yeah. This is the only thing that isn't a lie so far in the uh, show. Okay. Uh, this is Slow Robot a Go-Go. We, the, the podcast dedicated to misbegotten, forgotten, sad, tired, ugly... And other otherwise Stupid. unwanted B through Z grade movies. Stupid, lovable. From yesteryear. Uh, hated. Stupid, lovable. <laughs> lauded. Hated, lauded. That's a good word. That's uh, a word. Yeah, Big word. Whatever. You're listening to Big Word of Go Go. Yeah. Um, not so much. So yeah, basically, um, my name is Mao. With me, as always, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown, and we are here to discuss bad movies. Not so much bad movies, just. B movies. Yeah, B movies. Um, you can find us on Stitcher and iTunes and Slice and thing and stuff and internet. So also, you should go to <laughs> bunchofdorks.com. Why, you ask? Well, because it's the hub of all entertainment in the entire known universe. And if you're not there, you're, as the kids don't say anymore, square. Uh, the first button is Slow Robot Go Go. That's this show. Uh, this The middle button I will leave to be discussed by my cohort. And the third button, the... Uh, rebranded bunch of dorks in which yours truly, Mao, sits and talks about dumbness and spins tunes, of which I have a large new assortment. I had uh, about 12 new bands sign on with us, and yay for all of that. Otherwise, you can go to bunch of uh, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That's the official slowrobotagogo blog sphere page thing. Place. And uh, I put a lot of other stuff up there, like dumbness. And uh, you should go th- to that and say hello. Are we celebrating dumbness on this show? Yes, we okay. do in every day in every way. Okay. We, we all uh, yeah, twenty four seven. We are the dumbness kings, and that's my shtick for now. What do you got for us, Doctor Morbius from you Parts mean, Unknown? You mean the infamous middle button? Yes, read between the buttons, as they say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that is the infamous two dimension comic book podcast. Where Don and I and Dallas King and Don. Rook and Rook, Rook takes pawn. Thank you very much. Rook takes his stuff to the pawn shop. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The, on Pawn Stars, he's like Rick Harrison's <laughs> like I got a Rook uh, specialist. He's gonna come and take a look at this thing. We okay. talk about comics and comic book movie and comic related greatness, but there's also this other thing called Destination Nightmare that I got. It's a growing entity. It's a growing entity. Which is like a blog. and it's After a, watching this movie for this week, oh I had yeah. a growing entity. Yeah, but that's of a different sort. <laughs> that, that's not on the internet. Goodbye! <laughs> um, <laughs> we got comic books. We got downloads of comic books. We got podcasts. We got music reviews. We got movie reviews. We're pretty cool. So it listen cool. to li- go to all of us. Yeah. All of our things. This is a ever-growing... Uh, tentacles of our empire as ever ever widening as opposed to the ever growing testicles of our (laughs) empire (laughs) and those will get snipped as soon as somebody like this you can't use our stuff on your air I'll be like I'm sorry let me take that off okay what what does cease and desist mean so yeah (laughs) great anyway yes anyway um, what have you watched this week? We'll jump right into it. You know. What did I watch? I watched another one of them. Them there rock documentaries on nice. uh, Netflix. Um, is this on one Sid is vicious. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, this one's called. Like, uh, no. This nah. one is called. Uh, what was the actual? Well, anyway, it's a story of a British label from the '80s called Creation Records. They started nice. out. Uh, it's kind of like an indie label. One of the early ones. They had bands like uh, Jesus and Mary Chain. Uh, My Bloody Valentine, Teenage Fan Club, a few others. Mm-hmm. They basically were. It was like a, some some crazy Scottish dude who's hard to hard to understand when he talks. But he basically did they was, subtitle him? No, they don't. 
Oh. So you're stuck trying to listen to this guy named Alan I, McGee. I, my, that's one of my favorite things is when you're watching. Have you seen when they subtitled Ozzy? Yeah, well, that's what I mean. They subtitle like people are speaking English because there's some of that. That makes me like laugh yeah. every time uh, I see yeah. it. No. Like that he's so mush mouth or so like out there that they have to subtitle it. Yeah, especially this <laughs> thick Scottish brogue, which is you know I can't even I can't even fathom trying to do it. But anyway, this guy yes. signed all these indie bands, had success. I mean, he was one of these lo- he was one of these hipsters, you know, that yeah. went around and where whatever was going on in the club he would go and hang out and do lots of drugs and nice. you get in and then it, it goes throughout the whole story and then basically the last band not the last band but the last biggest band that he signed was Oasis and then that was basically the oh, end of wow. that was the end of the the label because after that it was like you know the the whole industry kind of changed or whatever right and that, that it has changed yeah, drastically it, you know they were more into like do you remember a, a style of music in the 90s, late 80s called, um, uh, what was it called, Shoegazer? It was like all the, it was like psychedelic, punky pop or whatever, where it was like the music just went around and around and around. It, got, it was yeah, almost like, like to get you fish or, or like fish kind of or something. No, no, like fish was more Grateful Dead. This is yeah, more yeah. like hard rock and industrial in a ways. I'll have to play My Bloody Valentine when I, that's a pretty... That's I think a pretty I have strange one of their CDs. Yeah, it's 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 industrial, but it's got a pop sound mm. to it. And then Teenage Fan Club was almost like an, a, a Scottish version of an American rock band from the 70s. Yeah. And Jesus and Mary Chain were another one with the industrial sound and all that. So that's how they started out. And they went on to do all sorts of music. Um, what was the other? Primal Scream was wow. another band that they were involved with and stuff like that. It's a yeah. good documentary. That's if cool. If you're interested, it's on Netflix. Check it out. So you actually, you like... Um you like music a lot. Like you're I really, do. really into music, aren't you? More I do not late. Not the. I, I'm into mo- more than uh, movies. Do you think? No. No. Okay. No. I wasn't sure because they're close. You, so I mean, I was gonna say movies, they are. Music and comics are real close. I really love music. I do. But too. there's a great divide between movies and music to me. Like, and I don't. I can't. Well, I guess I approach movies the same way, where I just listen to this stuff. Yeah. I don't really like some bands like I really investigate or dig into you know like Suicidal Tendencies because obviously they've been I saw them when I was a kid and I've right, seen them right, four right, other times right, yeah. like they're kind of part of my life you know what I mean I've seen them so many times and some of these stuff some of them but mostly I just here's you know, a th- here's just here's the thing to them. here's the thing with me I've I've read more about music than yeah. I have movies oh, oh. but I've watched a lot of movies well, but they're yeah. mostly they're mostly B movies and I do have a lot of like psychotronic encyclopedias I have read a lot of movies and things but I think I've read more you know magazines and stuff about That's music cool. so I think I'm pretty okay with B movies see to me B movies and rock and roll are the same thing <laughs> nice you know when you try to elevate it to something else it doesn't work it's all basically like you know pop stuff and if it, if at some point it takes you to another level hey great you know like the Beatles or something like that but I see it as just like you know enjoyable entertainment and I don't I don't have any highfalutin you know yeah, uh, things okay. about any you know anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. I, know so I, I see them both as the same comics is is the same too I mean Don obviously is the king he, he Don you know he like he truly is King Don he is King Don he remembers nice. a lot more and he's read a lot more I can't believe comic that. books than I have because I'd like to look at the pictures more, but uh. anyway, we'll just leave it at so that. So, do you, do you attribute like how you guys remember to not being a, a, a drunk like me? Um, <laughs> like, yeah, kind okay. of. You okay. know, your brains are a little bit crisper. That's all. Well, I, I well, don't well when stuff. I was in my well, was I, when I was in my early twenties, I almost became a drunk. But then somebody said, "Hey, you're kind of becoming a drunk," so I stopped. See, and I guess I wouldn't really say I'm a drunk, but let's just say I'm not afraid of beer. You know, like once every couple of weeks, I I reset my brain with a lot of beer. And let's put it this way: when I was twenty, I was drinking so much beer that I remember one morning I woke up like like Jim Morrison and was looking for a beer. And I told that to a friend. And he's going like, "You're becoming an alcoholic." And I said, "Okay, time to stop." Yeah, no, that's cool. Because I don't like it. I mean, I like I don't like the beer, the taste of beer yeah. that much. Oh, so. I love beer. But and you know what? The funniest thing is though, like if you listen to me over the over the years through my podcast. Like when I first started that one that's way like long ago, yeah. I'd be like, you know, I only have a beer like every three or four days. And then like a couple of years later, I was like, I only, I only drink like once a week. And now you hear me like, I only drink like one every two or once every two or three weeks. Like it's slowly getting like yeah, longer yeah, and longer. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not really like a drunk. I don't drink at all any, any other yeah, time. No, no. But it's just one of those things where it's like slowly as I age, it's just getting longer and longer. So I'll be like, I drink like once every couple months, you know. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I it don't drink matter. once a year. I have a few 
bottles, not bottles, glasses <laughs> of wine. bottles of whiskey, you around know. Around the holidays at the end of the year, that's it. Oh, nice. That's a good tradition. Well, you know what it is, too? It was back then you could drink and go to bars and not worry oh about going, getting arrested for life. The cops would just drive you home and See, say, then be careful. Then now it's like a real stigma. Yeah, mothers Against Drunk Driving happened. Yeah. One cute cheerleader got plowed over yeah. by a drunk and they ruined it for everyone. It's like, oh my God, now you're worse than Hitler. They, they literally, you. I think that's what it says underneath the thing. <laughs> like, dr- drive drunk, you're worse than Hitler. That's the button that they have now, I think. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, I mean, say you go out and you go to a club and you have two beers, you're over the limit now. You can go to jail and I know, for and, life. And around here, like, because I, I do, I am very responsible with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time I went out and I was like, okay, I was just drinking kind of locally. And then I got a cab back to the house, which was not that far. I think I dropped like seventy bucks. I'm like, come on, man. Oh. That's why I drink. And that's why I drink in the house because it's house, like. Yeah. And to be honest, I have look at, I have built my entire house around not having to leave here. I have pinball and yeah, slot yeah, machines yeah. and and arcade games and uh, you know I don't really need to go anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Hell, I have about a thousand movies I haven't watched yet. Yeah. You know, and that's. But it's sad. always good to get out of that. Yeah, I don't know. That's overrated. So anyway, my are you done? Do you have anything else? Done. All right. I had. Um, I watched uh, T3, which is the third Terminator. Um, I got the, um, I ordered a holiday box set from Best Buy. I usually hate doing this when there's a franchise is still alive and kicking. To get a box set of movies is dumb, cause there's, there's gonna be there's one. gonna be more of them. Yeah, it's not a completed story, but whatever. It was very cheap. It was nineteen dollars for uh, all four of the uh, Terminator movies on Blu-ray. So I was like, yeah, done. So I got watched T3. Um, then I watched there was a, there's this kung fu movie that's been floating around on Netflix instant stream for a long long time and I had it's it's been on my queue forever and I finally watched it. It was called Kung Fu Gold. <laughs> um, my friend had me make a copy of that for him. It's you know like there's it's a 70s t- man. Well yeah and th- this was one where there was not enough. I can't believe I'm saying this. There's not enough story and talking. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what do you think you're doing walking on this path? Ah, this is my path. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like that's how <laughs> the movie starts, and it pretty much just goes for about 90 minutes, and then, oh, thank God you saved me. There's a rape in there, and you're like, oh my God, Jesus, just stop. Uh, and then I watched One Down, Two to Go. What's that? As a Western? No, it was a the a black exploitation um, with oh, uh, cool. Fred Williamson, Jim Kelly. Um, cool. And uh, Jim Brown was in it. Oh yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. one where they the mob has fixed a kung fu fight in New York, a kung fu uh, uh, tournament because it's four hundred thousand dollars to the winner, and then and then they get wronged, and one of the, their fighter gets hurt, uh, shot, so then they go and avenge him, and eh, whatever. It's it's I've seen better, you know. Okay. But yeah, that brought up. Uh, I have a topic that I'm going to talk to you about off air. And I think we can build an entire show around the, the topic, possibly. Ooh, wow. And then we won't do even do a movie that week. But we'll I'll talk about it off air. Ooh. All right, so that's all I watch. You want that's, nothing that's else? That's like a tease is what they call it. It is a tease. When the business, they call that a tease. Yeah, nice. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'll probably forget it, so <laughs> tease okay. on that. All right, here's some trailers. We'll be right back with our this week's This or That Game. Huh? Exciting, right? Crystal! The unprintable scandal that nearly wrecked an international airline is now this year's most sensational motion picture. Swedish Fly Girls is the frank and daring story of exactly how stewardesses make out once they're off duty. If you have a daughter, sister, or friend who is an airline stewardess, urge them not to see Swedish Fly Girls. The explicitly erotic scenes might upset them. Swedish Fly Girls is in color, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. A great new motion picture in the world's newest motion picture process, Cinemagic. The wonder of the added fourth dimension. With Cinemagic, you are actually on the first rocket ride to Mars in the angry red planet. You feel the dizzying heights of their fantastic city of mile-high buildings. You'll shiver as you ride the river of the dead. Your depth perception will increase a thousandfold as you look into the waters that lead to foreverness. And the terrors you meet on Mars are beyond man's imagination. The Rat-Bat Spider. So real in Cinemagic, you'll feel the crazed stare of its blinded eyes. The tearing shock of its iron claws. The giant amoeba. Like an earth germ only a hundred million times larger. 
thrills, shocks, terrors, and your first glimpse of the light and the world of Mars. All are yours to experience in The Angry Red Planet in Eastman 5250 color from American International. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. All right, Swedish Fly Girl. Yeah, there's a double feature for you. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of those dancers that they had on In Living Color, the Swedish Fly Girls? I wish they would have been the Swedish Fly Girls instead of whatever they had, even though they weren't bad. Uh, yeah, J- didn't that where J-Lo got her first yeah, start from she, the hood? Yeah, she had her first start, yeah, out of, the, out of the hood. J-Lo in the hood. Yeah. Jenny on the block. That's the one, I guess. I don't even know. Yeah, All right, so, and then the second one was Angry Red Planet, which is the one classic. of my favorite... Uh, it's a classic with the spider bat, rat bat <laughs> spider crab. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weirdest, and like bad guy thing I've I think I've ever seen. Yeah, Sid Pink classic. Is yeah, it is. All right. So what do you? Wh- okay, this week, as I alluded to earlier, is the this or that game. That is where we kind of just give two things and the other person just answers it, and that's okay. it. You got to go? I'll go. I All mean, right. Hopefully, I haven't used these before because, <laughs> you know, after, I've, I forgot which ones. Uh, but anyway, I'm right. with the show. Uh, okay. Um, beach or pool? Beach. All right. Something we talked about earlier. Subtitled or dubbed? Ooh. You know, I like... Boy. Just for watching and enjoyment? Yep. Dubbed. And I and that's the wrong answer. Like yeah. subtitled is the right answer, and I usually like to watch but movies subtitled. Yeah, just I, I just sometimes I just want to sit back and not read, exactly. and just exactly. and just listen. And exactly. and sometimes the voices are so humorously bad oh, that yeah. adds to the you beat. You gotta enjoy. The yeah, you're like, yeah. oh my god, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that. so go ahead, and, and you know, uh, rain or snow, rain, math or English. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that site? English.com? Yeah. It's freaking awesome. Alright. Yeah. Plug in another website. I should be ashamed of myself. Right. Uh, walking or running? Walking. Uh, this one I may have used before. I'm not sure. But theater or television? Television. Town or city? Uh, hell, in my... Oh, mine's almost the same. <laughs> Mine's just about the same experience oh, with okay. the surround sound and the big screen. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. What's the other one next? Uh, town or city? City. Outside or inside? Inside. Offense or defense? Defense. And uh, I'll just end with. Well, no, I'll use these. I'll use. Yeah, these go ahead. More. Run with it. Cable or internet? Ooh, wait for for which. Or whatever. What would you What would you rather have if you couldn't have anything? Your cable, TV, or your internet? Internet. Because right. uh, technically, you can watch anything you want on internet now. So technically. It's, yeah, <laughs> so it's, okay. it's better, you know. CDs or MP3 player? CD. Oh, player. C- MP3 uh, player? Yeah, MP3 player. All right. And Amazon or eBay? <sighs> eBay. Because there there's go. still an inkling of hope that I can get something on a good deal, but you can't. It's all a lie. Okay. Okay. And here is mine for you. You ready? Yep. Okay. Anita Ford or Julie Zorn? Oh, Julie Zorn. Yeah. And uh-huh. we know, and that alludes to something. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, you brought it up before the show, and yeah, that was my yeah, very yeah, first show note. Awesome. So we'll uh, go into that later. Uh, ZZ Top or Van Halen? ZZ Top. All right. Okay. I think I did this one before now that I think about it. Uh, Clint Eastwood or John Wayne? Clint Eastwood. Nice. Hang or shoot? Shoot. All right. Bugs Bunny or Mickey Mouse? Bugs. Bugs? All the way? Uh, all the way. All right. <laughs> By a long shot. Okay. Uh, Italian food or Mexican food? Mexican. All right. Chicago or New York? New York. New York? Over I, lived, sh- I lived in New York. Over the Windy City? Huh? I lived in New York, man. How long? About three years when when we got off the uh, when we came from parts unknown we yeah. lived in New York for a few really years. yeah yeah I lived in Queens and Woodside wow I don't know anything about that's those where things. I learned that's where I saw Chiller Theater and Astro Boy and all those cool <laughs> television <laughs> awesome. shows yeah because yeah. they didn't have them in my little t- and then got my first comic book New York man yeah all the way New York all right so uh, Playboy or Penthouse Playboy I think I had that one before uh, Dark Side of the Moon or Pink Floyd the Wall 
Dark Side of the Moon. Nice. Either answer would have been correct, I think, but uh, uh, Dark Side's good, man. I like Dark Side better yeah. by a lot, I think. Now, have you ever done that where you sync it up to it? <laughs> it's funny you said I that. I did, because I did. And it's I funny you said that, yeah. A guy I used to work with did that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it, it, it was interesting. It works. It, it works on a lot of things, and I was like totally stone cold sober. Yeah, I'm watching, and I was like, "This is really working a lot." Like, uh, there's a lot of weird stories that they were planning to tour and play along with the movie, but I don't know if that's true I or don't not. Either, yeah. I don't know. So okay, cool. Um, uh, candy apple red or surf green? Candy apple red. Candy apple red. All right. Here's a three peat, three peat, three peat. Jim Kelly, Jim Brown, or Fred Williamson? And guess where that came from? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. What are, the, what are the three? Jim uh, Kelly. Jim Kelly, Jim Brown, or Fred Williamson? Jim Brown, because he was a better football player. Even though I dig, I love Fred Williamson. He's a great... See, all three of those great. cats were really... Jim Kelly was awesome. The, Jim late, Kelly was the late, late Jim Kelly. Yeah, I know. And, I, you know, from all accounts, I've heard he's a really... He was a very... But not very nice guy. He was in uh, Miami a couple of years ago. He did a convention there. And I heard he's just great. Such He's very kind. Williamson easy to Kelly? talk to. Kelly. And Williamson, as I heard, is a real nice guy, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, Jim man. Jim Brown. But Jim Brown was was like, some people consider him the greatest football player ever. So I guess uh, I got to give him I gotta give him that over Williamson yeah. by a notch. All but right. it's 99.9 to 100. Or yeah, something, yeah. Something 99.8. Jim Brown has to be up there. I mean, yeah. even, like, no matter who you think is greater, better, whatever, he's got to be in the, in the in contention of the top 5 to 10, you know, whatever. It, yeah. He's good. Now, if you said Rudy Ray Moore, it would have been... Uh, <laughs> oh, have oh my God. Rudy. Next this or that is going to be Rudy Ray Moore or... Um, who's, uh, or uh, Fred, uh, Red Fox. Red Fox. <laughs> Dirty Comedian. <laughs> yeah, well, go for it. Who, who? Oh, Rudy Ray Moore or Red Fox. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's like... You I'm, a big dummy! I'm going <laughs> to <gonna, I, laughs> give it to Rudy Ray just because of those movies, but that's another one that's... Yeah, 99 yeah. to 98. Yeah, so I w- I'd go with Red Fox all day long because he was just out of control. Elizabeth! <laughs> it's, it's a big one. It's a big one. It's coming. <laughs> all right, and speaking of coming, here's some trailers, and when we come right back, we're going to jump into this week's beautiful <laughs> movie. Dude, are you going to do the same thing? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Great minds. I was just yeah. going to say B movie, not beautiful movie. No, I was just thinking, I was like, what is gonna, what's going to work? Beautiful. And I've never wanted to be a motorcycle seat more in my life. And we'll leave it at that. Crystal! Warning! Godzilla vs. The Thing. A shattering motion picture, not for the weak of heart. Here in all its astounding realism is a soul-shocking experience. How much terror can you stand? What was this thing of unbelievable and unequaled terror that challenged Godzilla to a battle of unhuman strength versus supernatural evil? Godzilla versus the Thing. See the war of the giants. See the birth of the world's most terrifying monster. See armies of the world destroyed by the Thing. The producers of Godzilla versus the Thing issue warning to those who cannot take its full horror. To you with guts, you must see Godzilla versus the Thing from the beginning in color scope from American International. his methods are unorthodox that didn't make him a bad cop shoot first and ask questions later fred williamson is jesse crowder in death journey wherever he goes there's always trouble and a few dead bodies left behind listen boy i'm not leaving here without more protection you're gonna need protection from me if you don't move it crowder's job bring back the informer alive the mob says no way Crowder says, try and stop me. I'm supposed to take some of the meanness out of you. I hope you're a better fashion model than you are a hit lady. Please don't kill me. I'm just going to bruise you up a little. Jesse Crowder's in town, and Fred Williamson is Jesse Crowder in Death Journey. Rated R, no one under 17 to me without parent. Yeah, going back to my roots, Godzilla. Versus the thing. Versus the thing. Which one was that? That was renamed... Yeah, Mothra, that's right. That's yeah. the one. And then, of or course... Masuraya. Yeah, and then Death Journey. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the band Journey. 
which that would be scary. And we don't wish death. To that would be scarier. Because like I, I the wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Yeah, I, that Journey's one of those like bands I liked until I saw them on a video, and then I was like, I don't think I like these guys that much anymore. They were the bands, along with I guess maybe the Eagles in a way, and REO and stuff like that. They were what were considered corporate rock. Yeah, they were like the bands that became like you know really big and. You know they had all, they only played big stadiums. I mean Zeppelin wasn't really considered that because they were kind of like they were too drugged out and hippy. And they started out, yeah. These guys were more like I don't I don't know what you want to call it, like almost like non-offensive. They were just yeah. They were made for everything. They were yes, made for commercialism. Exactly. Sticks they would be another one. Yeah. Too. They took all the best parts of like the bands that came up before prog <laughs> or metal or whatever, yeah. and they turned it into non-offensive. Rock that everybody casserole. Could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a non-offensive ca- rock casserole. Exactly. We like the offensive, and they yeah. took it all away from us. I like... Uh, th- but the bands you mentioned, um, Ario Speedwagon, I like quite a bit. They're, I just and, didn't uh, like their singer. I couldn't uh, handle that guy's Yeah, voice. I, I never saw him, I think, but I like their music. I like Foreigner a lot, and Foreigner would be the same thing. Yeah, where they're, they're corporate. They're like rock, corporate yeah. and, and non-offensive. I, when I listen to it now, of course, I didn't give it the time of day when I was a kid, but when I listen, listen to it now, it's... It, I, I appreciate it more for the music, you know. I don't care about image or nothing like that. Like I don't have it in my yeah. car, but I listen to them on, on vinyl, on you know, like Foreigner Four and yeah, a, a lot of that stuff. You know, it's okay now. But I, what I I've done the same thing as you, but I went back an earlier decade. This the yeah. pop stuff from the '60s. Oh yeah, is the stuff that I like a lot more now than when I used. I used to like the Beatles and stuff that was more yeah. like the rock and all that. Now the pop, the easy listening stuff, and maybe not easy listening because some of it's really well played and performed. I like it just as much. Actually. See, and I, I kind of have some admiration towards that stuff because a lot of the bands that I'm always saying, hey, Dr. Morbius, can you uh, can you find this obscure band for me? Um, a lot of the Japanese garage band girls that I listen to have their roots in that stuff. Sure. It's, it's They're punkish. They're, they're more runaways and the Donnas and punk, but... They all have that. That's what they listened to when they were kids. Yeah, the garage the 60s or pop. the sixties. Yeah, and that's kind of uh, it all. Well, if you like Austin Powers as well, you do because you have this pinball machine here. Yes. You see, you, the the music of Burt Bacharach and and such must have <laughs> like some enjoyment for you. No, not so much. It should. Well, I guess you're it's right, really but good. oh well. But that wait has till, nothing wait till to you do. Get ten years older. But that has nothing to do with life that we're talking about right now because we are talking about the invasion of. Mothra. No, wait. The thing. No. Nope. Uh, B. B. The B girls. B chicks. The B chicks. The, this, uh, the officially this is called the invasion of the B girls. Uh, girls. It's also retitled as graveyard tramps or something. Yeah, like that. I saw that on the. Of course, the 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 source of all knowledge for movies. It it wick um in. IMDb. Yeah, IMDb. Uh, said something like, "Yeah, the graveyard tramps." I'm like, what? Now, mm-hmm. now I, I should say I sh- I'm going to plug a book that was a that I got years ago, which which what what was I can what I considered the source of all knowledge for the movies that we did was called the Psychotronic and Encyclopedia of Film. It was like a like an 800 page book that had all the movies that we t- we do wow. in this show, and that before was the, the source. Internet, now right? it was before the internet, yeah, and it's still my source. Nice. So it's know. probably more correct. Yeah, it's funnier. And my my theory it, it, is it's not no. The thing about him was it wasn't like IMDb where he gives you all the credits. He gave you a, 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 a synopsis of the movie and some of the credits, but it was a real wise guy, you know, kind of you know definition of the movie, a review of the movie. But yeah. it had but it but it talked about movies that like were really cool and and it made you even even with the short the brief uh, description it made you want to actually see a lot of this stuff. No, well, that's funny. I should try and find one of those just to look at it. Maybe the maybe the library has one. Oh yeah, library. You, you could probably get one on Amazon for a five five ten bucks. Ah, uh, nice. All right, cool. I'll, I'll look into it because that sounds fun yeah. uh, to to look that kind of stuff up. Um. Yes, yeah, so Invasion of the Bee Girls. The Bee Girls. Bee Women. I thought it was Bee Women, but it's Bee Girls. Bee Girls? Okay. Oh, yeah. I believe you. Um, Trust me. And I just got done watching this like two days ago, and I still I can't remember the name of it, but I, I remember the movie. Yes, yeah, so as we alluded to a bit earlier, the very first show note I have is Victoria Vetri attempted murder. She's now in jail. That now, was, she would be Julie Zorn in this Julie movie. Zorn um, was... And I looked her up because I was like, wow, you know, all of course all the girls in this B movie, and it's spelled B E E, are all uh, for reasons we'll allude to. They're all very attractive, um, yes. very 60s, 70s. early 70s, yes. and 
knockouts. Like this is this is really a, really knockout girls. You know, this movie with this kind of feel that it has could only have been made in the seventies. Oh my god, it's so nowadays 70s. if they tried to make this movie, it'd be way over the top. And it would it'd be, suck. They'd be yeah. winking at you and oh, you know yeah. like, hey, look, we're making a funny. This movie was played now, as straight as possible. So Miss Vetri. Is Vitri? Vitri. Vetri, Victoria Vet- Vetri. Uh, Vetri. Is, playmate is, of the year, 1968. Yes, yes. She was the playmate of the year. And, I th- and well, she was in, what, April or something like that, and then she won the playmate yeah, of the, the year. Yeah, the end of the year, yeah. Um, she is currently, she, she tried to kill her husband with a gun. She shot her husband. She shot her she husband. He was cheating on her. And now she's serving a, 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 a dime in California's yep. San Quentin. Attempted murder. That's not yeah. true. Any of that Quentin stuff. No, she's <laughs> in some. Well, she's in Cal- serving time in California. Yeah, it's a shame because she was. A, she's she, yeah. back in the day. She was beautiful, man. I mean that. Like I said, that one scene we'll talk about later. Yeah. She was amazing, and she was also in a one of those uh, dinosaur movies when dinosaurs rule the earth. That yeah. she's wearing the skimpiest outfit possible lots of tv and, and thank uh, you very much for that dinosaur director yes wow and she's in some movie that came out in the 70s that's what it's called group marriage which i'm looking to find <laughs> i gotta i gotta <laughs> see this thing dr morbius now has a tattoo of of, of miss vitri oh, uh, yeah, yeah. uh yeah so anyway and i have that on my show notes too it's so 70s yeah, this yeah. movie is it it is one of those that it like exudes the time frame you know it yeah yep, yep. the, the people and the actions and even like the way they treat women like the guys how they talk oh, about, yeah. like it is incredible it is the most 70s i've ever seen on film yeah it was like what was that what was that line how did he die well we bawled and bawled and bawled all night yeah. bawled yeah okay. you're like oh my god and there's real to real and there's oh, like yeah, yeah. They, and they're like every time that they're gonna make love there somebody there there's fire there's yeah. the fireplace there's on a bearskin rug you know like whatever you're like oh my god like it's like my crib yeah <laughs> he splashes on some uh aqua velva no, no high karate high karate that's high karate yeah <laughs> he's splashing on some high karate you know and yeah. drinking some Osti Spumanti. Or yeah, yeah, so there, there, yeah, there you go. You're yeah. like, damn it, you 70s, like, so 70s. Now, now this is starring Mr. William Smith, the, the lead yeah. biker from CC and Company, among other movies. He was one of the he was oh, one of the guys man. that, if you ever saw him in a 70s biker movie, he usually was the lead biker. He's always great. Yeah, he has that <laughs> manly, like, Pockmarked face. He was a, he was a, Marl, he was a Marlboro man in the sixties. Yeah, you and that's you he's c- got that look. Yeah, yeah, he does have that look. Yeah, and that's when I I didn't put this in show notes, but I thought about it. I was gonna say, men were manlier back in the seventies. Like they were. I mean, I think seventies seventies dudes were like very man. Let's put it this way: if you took the seventies dudes and you put them against the not the dudes of today, seventies uh. dudes would kick their ass so bad. I mean, Matt Damon would and be they running. would keep on trucking. Exactly. They would they would like kick somebody's ass and then just keep on trucking. They wouldn't even slow them down. The no. trucking wouldn't even slow no, them down. No, I mean, you know, freaking, you know, Clint Eastwood, Burt Reynolds, freaking, you know, uh, William Smith, you name it, kick ass. Yeah, that's true. You know, we'd like to get a game together where a video game where the seventies <laughs> guys fight the the the, the two thousand guys or whatever the yeah. turn of the century guys and see who. I wins. just don't think they have that. Modern guys don't have the in- intestinal fortitude that. They might be more buff, or they might be more chiseled, or work out harder, but they're just kind of... Because even Arnold and those guys are from the 80s, so you got to really put yeah. them in that category. Yeah. Well, the thing, too, is that, like, nowadays, I'm not going to blame it on the actors, you know, speaking, because it's the producers who pick all these guys to make the movies. Yeah, you know? that's I mean, true. You know, I mean, you got that one guy who was in No Country for Old Men. He looks like a rough guy or whatever. Yeah. And you got oh, Machete. Yeah. He looks like a pretty rough guy. Dude, he's you know? a, well, he's a 60s guy. Yeah. He's just yeah, managed to live this long. You know? Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. He's awesome. I, why can't I think of his name? Um, Danny Trujillo. Yeah, Danny Trejo. Trejo, Dan- Trejo, yeah. Danny Trejo. Did you see my... my, my <laughs> oh, you don't have Facebook, damn it. No, um on Christmas, I first I had a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger for Christmas, and then the next day I put a, there's a picture of Danny Trejo releasing a dove, <laughs> <laughs> and it says like Merry Christmas on it, and I put it on my Facebook page. It's like yeah. Did he kill? Did he eat the dove afterwards? He probably did an Aussie. He pulled an Aussie on it afterwards. Oh god. All right. So bad. anyway, to this movie, uh, you know, it has a plot. It does. As as loosely based in reality as it could be, but it's a plot. You know. Um, and 
you start out. What what's the first scene like? I can't even remember what the first scene is. All I can rem- I my brain fast forwards to that that <laughs> to that girl riding thing. nude on a motorcycle. I'm like, oh yeah, I I want that motorcycle. I think that is uh, I think that is the first scene of the movie when they're riding. Or yeah, whatever. like there's just some guy in the weeds. And he's like, oh look at me, I'm naked or whatever. And then this girl rides up, bouncing as she is on a. It's like a 1970s, um, late 60s chrome tanked uh, like Honda 125 enduro. And it and she is lo- she, she's nude and she's very pretty. Um, Even though you don't see her face, but still. yeah, no. And then and then this I also wrote on my notes. This is the first time that I've actually seen a actual little literal roll in the hay. Yes. Because the two naked people yes. they literally roll down a hill in this in the hay, and I was like, wow, that that's that's probably where the thing came from yeah this movie <laughs> created it <laughs> this movie made oh. roll on the hay and then you hear this buzzing noise and then dead no this isn't where it, it started because they found that guy dead in the apartment in the in the motel room oh okay. and then and then they the cops are interviewing and they're like oh yeah i heard this hum all day all night that's how i knew it was you now that the tv was on and it wasn't well, they, the they were interviewing that guy yeah, interviewing the, the guy who they found a dead body in a hotel, and it was a scientist from a local uh, research lab. And then, um, you know, I, there, a lot of this movie is like, what? But you just go, you go with it because it's like whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly. They had some lab coats, so they like let's make this a secret yeah, government. We're, we're talking like like early Silicon Valley or whatever, because it looks like it was filmed in that area of california or whatever yeah you know, there's, a, there's a bunch of horny scientists let's yeah. just say and that's what they that's the angle they were taking now these are all older men, middle-aged balding, um, pa- pipe smoking punchy yeah like these are not like dogs yeah and 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 the, the, the way they're talking they're like oh yeah everyone just has sex all the time here scientists are si- scientists are just the horniest people in the world and i was like well what? <laughs> Where'd what? that come from? What? What are you? What? Like, and then, um, <laughs> you know, and and then the, the, because it's a government research facility, they send the top GI men to look into this murder. Like, that would the, be uh, William Smith. Yeah, William Smith shows up, and he's he's very um suited. He has yes. a, he has the '70s suit with those big parawing and bell bottoms. And he, oh yeah, he's slamming the look, man. He is like right down yeah. that '70s, you know. Cool guy. I, I'm here to investigate. He had a snifter of cognac, and he was ready to go, you know. And he's, like, looking into this, and he's like, oh, I'm here. And the, and the local cop is the most believable character in this entire movie. You know what? And that and that guy was also in a lot of the women in prison movies. He was one. Of, he was always, like, the bad guard in those movies. I can't remember his name right now, but he was, he was in a bunch of those. I think like, his name was Johnny B. Bad. No, was his name. no, no, no. He but came he, from uh, some place with a sack on but his. But he did, did. He did look like a. He did look like a cop. Yeah, he was like cop. right there, and he was, and the way they interacted was very natural. Yeah. At first, he was kind of standoffish, but then he was like, "Ah, eh, what? You know, he, we're on the same side, kind of thing." Yeah. And so he's working with the the, the local sheriff is working with the, um, with this FBI guy from from the government, and and they investigate the murder, and they're like, "Oh, it looks look, just looks like a heart attack," and. It just had too much sex. It was a sex <laughs> heart attack, and you're like, "Is this a porno?" Like, I, I'm I'm thinking to myself, "Am I watching a porn? Is this just lo- loosely veiled as a movie?" And no, yeah. it's not. It's a movie. Um, <laughs> what happens next? And then they um, uh, yeah. Then then we meet we meet. He starts investigating everybody, and then we meet Julie Zorn, who was the assistant to the do- the, f- the first doctor that got yeah, killed. Yeah, they got killed, yeah. Yeah, and in the, and in the meantime, other guys are dying. So it's like they're di- they're, they're dropping like flies as they say, yes. you know, in a B movie. All these know. sex murders, <laughs> sex dying people. So yeah, he 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 talks to her and at first she's like sandoffish, but then she, you know, he shows her his credentials, not what I'm implying, but he shows her that he's like <laughs> that he's a real government agent. Yeah, and then, yeah. you know, they start talking about what's going on and basically she says that he died. She didn't want to tell him, but he basically died cuz him she and he were Yeah, you know, they were adulterers. Yeah, they were adulterers and you know, he died he died because screwing. we bawled and bawled and bawled. That's all night. That's what she said. Is that you don't want to hear and you're like, "Uh, what? I don't." So at that point you kind of figure out that she's not a B girl. Right. So a B girl. A B so, girl. So So who's killing all these people? Who yeah, knows? Ex- exactly. You know? So they're investigating all the 
other scientists or whatever, but but there's this one scientist that's really, really smoking hot, and she's always got these big old Joan Crawford 30 sunglasses. Yeah, dude. Be a Nitro four. Those, those are the sunglasses that go into the room before the person. Like, they're, like each side is yeah. basically an LED screen, you know? Yeah. yeah Round it yeah. off. Yeah. Those were slamming. So, uh, so you know, William Smith... Like d- does the the glass thing to her. Oh, yeah, like, he's like, hey, yes, because hey. he's like, I'll take a Valentine's, and then exactly. and it comes like that's a that was a '70s beer, and then it it comes in a like one of those almost I don't want to say a snifter, but like a a goblet style yeah, glass, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. So he's yeah. drinking that as he's talking to the other scientists, and they're like, "Don't bother with her; she's Antarctica," you know. Yeah, right. And, right. and then and then this is where you're like, "Wow, <laughs> oh seventies, you so crazy," you know. It's just like, what are you talking about? They're they're just all talking about banging chicks yeah, and all. Yeah, like old dudes. And, you and know? you're like, you're like, what? You're are, shouldn't you be like talking about your grandchildren and stuff? But they're like kind of show that they're so horny and they're they're still hip and with it you know i think these are the horniest scientists i've ever seen in a movie you know usually they're cerebral and more worried about their experiments that these guys just want yeah. to get some must have been the institute of spanish fly research yeah, something like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spanish fly yeah, we're going seven yeah, we're all, and we're going insect too keep on anyway. keeping on baby oh god yeah so at any rate yeah. hang in there baby <laughs> cat on a freaking wire <laughs> So he keeps investigating. More people keep dying, and then, and then, what was it? The the cops decide to have like a town hall meeting. Oh, or this whatever. was comedy this gold. Because yeah. yeah, a couple people have died at this point, and the cop. That w- there's one part of this that I even have it in my notes, and it's so funny. The cops basically, like saying, "Look, you know, these people are dying, and we're like we're looking into it, but there's nothing to time together. Like one guy's a factory worker, one guy's a the research lab place, blah blah blah." <laughs> And then he goes, and and he, <laughs> I swear, I I was like, what the hell's going on? He he goes, but let, I'll let the doctor talk about it. And the doctor's like, starts talking. And I w- I went to reach for the freaking remote because I thought something was wrong with the with the with the DVD uh-huh. or the or the, the the movie that I was watching because I couldn't hear him. And somebody, I so think it was the up. director, yeah. he goes, speak up, we can't hear you. And I was like, oh my god, I just started <laughs> laughing. I wrote it down. I was like. This guy, I, I think it was probably the director yelling no, to him. I didn't even think about that, but you're probably right. I thought it might have been somebody in the audience. Because he's just mumbling out, and I was, I was like, "Am I hearing? Is my hearing going bad?" Like, you know, <laughs> speak up! And I yelled at it. He's like, "Oh, okay." So he broke the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the doctor's like, "Well, don't have sex." And then this that one, one, guy, this one guy, guy who's straight from a clan meeting, stands up. And he's like, "Ah." you took our germs and then I'm not doing that and he's like you're gonna take away my fun from balling my old lady or whatever I'll ball whoever I want whatever I want and (laughs) he said and you're like well I think your options are pretty limited dude but whatever (laughs) whatever, just tell yourself whatever you gotta tell yourself yeah exactly but it was so funny it was just like What? And, then, and then he tells people, okay, the only solution we have, oh, well, yeah, we see you said that, is yeah. to become like a, you know, not do it or whatever. Yeah, not have sex. And, you know, and, and then they show that guy in a bar, and he's like, oh, those damn government people, they don't know nothing about nothing and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and here comes that, that chick with the gigantic glasses, the the uh, Antarctica girl. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. And yeah, then she makes a play for a union man. Yeah, uh, the union guy. And, and, and he's like, yeah, you can't stop me from balling. I want to ball right yeah, now. Yeah. And then you get that one shot that she's got all the million eye, the bee shot. Yeah. From her point of view. And you're like, oh, she's a bee. We we all know it anyway. But I mean, yeah. They they kind of keep the bee part of it a suspenseful to some degree in that it's not. You know what's happening because they allude to the sound they make that the buzzing sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. and but they don't just they they wait to reveal they wait for the reveal which is one of the things I actually give credit to this movie. It's the storyline arcs out correctly. It uh-huh. as ludicrous as it is, it, it was is. it was shot and edited and it is revealed correctly. Like. Yeah. You just have to like let go of how absurd the actual premise of it is, you know, <laughs> and because it it's a very there's nothing wrong with this movie other than than just what the movie is, like how <laughs> absurd it is, you know. Yeah. It's edited well, 
it it's very almost TV. It, it's edited it like, a TV like a TV movie. movie. Yeah, it does. it does. But as soon as you see boobs, you're like, well, this isn't a TV movie. You know, no. it probably was made as a dual role where there probably is a TV version somewhere because yeah, you could yeah. tell it's very easy to edit. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it looks like a 70s movie, yeah, TV yeah, movie. Yeah. So I'm sure that they they made it like that and they said, well, look, we'll chop these sections out. Bang, TV I, movie. I am so surprised that Rift Tracks nor MST got a hold of this thing. It might be under, it's probably under co- uh, copyright. I thought it was a PD movie, but I guess it's MGM because it's the MGM movie. Yeah, no, no, they wouldn't be able to touch it, you know. Oh, okay, because they could have a field day with that, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, and they, but they also stay away from the nudity stuff. Oh, yeah, that's they, true. They, they realized early on that sure. a lot of their market was very young kids that's that true. laughed and laughed and laughed. That that's why they got away from the drug humor that they had in the oh, very beginning, okay. and you know. Anyway. So anyway, yeah, but uh, but I digress. So so now finally, you oh she has the B vision, and um, does she kill him or somebody else kills? Him? No, she kills him. Okay. And then and then and then the, another weird scene happens where like I think the scene after that is the car scene, right? Well, before the car oh, okay. scene, there's that scene where like. The you know William Smith and Victoria Vetri, yeah, Julie Zorn, they're, they're an item now. They're an item now, and he he, of course, being the seventies, he has no access to a phone. So he has to go to a phone booth to yeah. call national security. Yeah, you want to be calling national security from a phone booth in like Silicon Valley? Yeah, good job, dude. Okay, and this is where, this is where I was like, damn it, because I, I watched this, I watched, uh, Kung Fu Gold, and then I watched the um uh, one down, two to go. Uh-huh. All three of these freaking movies had one of these like rape or attempted rape scenes. Yeah. And I'm like, what the for hell, no man? For no freaking reason. Like for no reason. Well, Kung Fu Gold, it was a very, it was part of a plot line. Okay. Because she, she did the old um, kill herself after she was raped. Thing. Oh, okay. So then the sister, the the twin sister, the same, you know, I don't know, uh, had to avenge her, you know. Yeah. And by avenge her, I mean she just had someone else do it for her. This was one of those where the woman wasn't like allowed to be a kung fu martial artist anyway so this is my third movie with this rapey ripping clothing off of a woman i'm like jesus can we get away from this bullshit like i'm telling you it was just a reason to show boobs it was it, but, it, it but had it been was, 10 minutes since they showed boobs so they had to show it something. was it was sickening like i was like god damn it because I, I really hate that shit i yeah that's yeah. one of the movie tropes that i was like this can go away forever and i don't ever have to see it again you know yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it I works, get it. It works within a Death Wish style movie because it's, it's that's the point the plot of the, line. That's the revenge. Well, tale. This was just gratuitous. And I yeah. don't know why. And he's he's like, well, walk. O- I'm gonna talk on this in this phone booth. You go walk to my Grand yeah, Torino. Yeah. And, why? Yeah. And it, that it, was an awesome car. I had a Grand Torino when I was a kid. That was an awesome car. It wasn't as fast because it had the 302 and it was a giant tank, but it was whatever. It was a yeah, car. It was a car. And um, yeah. And and so she's lauded out. I'll walk to the Grand Torino. And then for no reason, here comes a bunch of Jethro's, and they're like, yeah, you're pretty. Rip her clothing off. She's on the hood of the car, almost raped. And then he comes up and beats him up. And then and then she's like, no, don't kill him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Just, really? First of all, yes, kill him. Second of all, there's no repercussions. Like, he doesn't say, oh, okay, now you're all going to jail forever. No, he just beats the crap yeah, out of him. And, just and like, that's great. Yeah. But the next thing should have been like, okay, now I'm going to go call... The cops, and you're going to be an FBI in jail forever. But the next because I have ties, you know. But the next thing I think is that we see the 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 one die the one guy who was told to speak up, the professor. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's running down the street and he's getting run over by, yeah, a by car. this mystery car, a white Impala, like a big big ass yeah. car, you know, Chrysler. And, um, and they went and they went over him twice. It was like yeah, one time they hit him, it was and then the second time for good measure. It know? was one of those like double tap with the car. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna like I'm not gonna make sure he's dead. Yeah. yeah and you're yeah. like, what's this? And and then they just happened to be there. Like like uh, the FBI guy and 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 murder girl were just sitting there, and they're like, oh, that's weird. And I'm thinking, well, that's weird. You we were just almost raped brutally, and then oh, that's weird. Here's a car running another guy down. Yeah, he's running the professor down. And then he goes, get out of the car and go call the cops. I'll chase them down. I'm like, what the... 
She just got raped. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, <laughs> get, tell her to go again. Yeah, go. Yeah, go. Uh, remember that dark alley? Well, go through there and turn right this time and get to the phone. Yeah. So she's supposed to call the cops because of this guy that got run over, and he's gonna go chase her. Which that doesn't go anywhere. He just kind of comes back in the scene and goes, "Oh, well, he gave me the slip." And then I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Well, what was all that? Like, it, it, there was no car chase scene. Then it was just a bunch of people like." Just standing around going, yep, that, that guy's dead. Huh? <laughs> that guy's crazy. real dead. You know? Yeah, I, I, there's I, another one, another I, guy, and they said, I think after he died, said another guy just died. Yeah, I poked him with my stick. He didn't move. He's dead. So yeah, and was, they keep going back to that uh, the guy, the, the medical guy, the coroner or whatever. He's like, yeah, they're all dying from the same thing. Yep, then, lots of sex. That's sex <laughs> death. Yeah, it was just like okay. At, at some point, <laughs> I don't remember how in the plot line. At some point, you know, William Smith decides that. There's some kind of connection with this and bees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because they're watching a reel-to-reel movie. He's like, something's weird about this. So they go to like the local library, and they're like watching films. Okay. No, no, no. It was one of the doctors. They were watching one of the, doc- one of the dead scientists. Films. films and that's it was like right, and he's right. like oh and you know these some animals kill their mates and some things like the bee you know and you're like oh what and then they show then they start showing the girls now because what they're doing is when they're having sex their eyes turn this freaky anime black yeah they have giant black eyes like like uh, it's almost like how they draw anime now like yeah, yeah, yeah. girls have gig- eyes that are bigger than the moon you know and they're yeah, all Yeah that thing must have hurt cuz those are like black lenses they yeah, put in Yeah they look painful really, yeah, look painful yeah. I was I was like wow Yeah and then, and then and then another one interesting one is we get to see one of the doctors who is um whose wife was like frigid towards him yeah. all of a sudden he comes home one day she's like Bouch. and she's right and and that and that woman Whose, whose name is Beverly Power. She used to go under the name Beverly Hills. She was an old-time stripper from, like, the early days of Hollywood, like, in the 60s or whatever. She was in one of those Mad Doctor Blood Island movies as wow. well as a lot of television. But I'd never seen... This was the first time i ever seen her do a new scene. She, she was she already was, in her pushing 40 in that She might have been, but she was still pretty. She still had a rockin' bod, That's too, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, she... Like... They had her made up like a old fuddy duddy. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. she's like, like the it was like the librarian. She took off the glasses and shook her long hair. And you're like, wow, where's this going? This yeah. not this not this librarian's naughty. Yeah. And she's hot, you know. And that's what happened with this one. You're like, wow, what is this now? So like, and, uh, like she yeah. turns, she, you know, every, all these women are turning into like bee girls. They don't show you the they don't show you the bee girl yeah. being made until a little bit later but somewhere along after after this uh, you know you know William Smith figures that it's got to be you know Anitra Ford who's yeah. the one who's like he's like she's I investigating okay. cuz she puts two and two together she's invest she's doing investigations with bees and stuff like that right. or whatever so while he figures that out though the other guy the head scientist mm-hmm. has a hot date and he's talking yes. to he's talking to his wife on the phone while the while William Smith is investigating him yeah. Or talking to him, I should say. He's not investing in him at all. And and he's like, oh, I have this conference. And he's splashing on the old spice. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. he's obviously like primping for his hot date. And then he's going, I'm going to go. And he, he says to the guy, I'm going to go investigate Antarctica. Wish me luck. Yeah. And that's where the, that's how the guy gets clued in. Because he's like, oh. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Right, right. And, um. And meanwhile, he leaves his pissed off wife at home. Yeah, he leaves the pissed off wife at home. And then he, this is where you get that. Um, what's her name? Not what's her name? Ford. Um, Anitra. Anitra Ford. I want. I keep wanting to say. Um, I think her name was Doctor Harris or something yeah, like that. and that's the that's the one that's the the queen bee, the most the most voluptuous she of was, all she the was women. A scientist who yeah. worked with the other guy to, to, so to she, develop what they were ever there. And this is what, that scene that I often that I alluded to earlier that is like, it's right out of like a, a 70s hustler video yeah. shoot. It had the fire. It had the reel-to-reel playing. They were drinking wine and having like they were sitting on the floor like '70s kumbaya stuff, and it was just out of control. Like, and and he's very unattractive, and she was very very attractive. So it was like, uh, what? And but whatever, you know, you're just like whatever. You just she, go with she it. She loved him for his brain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's when she does. She like slowly gets naked she's naked then her eyes turn black and you're like whoa yeah. bee girl and then dead so then he's dead you don't finally. actually see the death though you no. just you don't know but obviously it was a heart attack so you know it must right. have been 
you know, whatever. It was a heart attack, ack, 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 ack. <laughs> yeah, right. Who wouldn't know? I don't know the rest of those lyrics. No, so, sorry. so while after this happens, the you know the B girls call they they call his wife. Yeah. And they yeah, tell they her. Yeah, they do. They're like, oh, come and come over here. We want to talk with you. Your husband died, but we want to explain <laughs> something to you or whatever. So they say they have they have her come to the. B to their well, I was gonna say beehive. beehive. Yeah, go ahead. But you know, it the, was the, the jungle gym from the their, 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 bee la- their bee laboratory. And they bring the lady in, and then we see the transition, the transformation, or whatever, which was pretty erotica. Strange. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was very odd erotica where they the the other girls cover this woman in like that um, white goo. Yeah, it was like a it was a white goo, but I think it was like a plaster. Or yeah, like a plaster base something or something like that. Like that. And it was done very like seductively and erotically, and you're like. And the uh, women are putting the, so it had that you know that lesbian thing yep. going on or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then the queen bee is back, and she's she's turning the dials and controls, and all these big gigantic like radioactive things are. Well, she puts her. She, her. They put her well, after she's covered in white. They put her in like this this uh, this thing this machine you know where she f- and then they let loose all the bees yeah to like uh, oh, that's pollinate right. her or whatever the hell they're doing <laughs> she get she's all in <laughs> white pollinator and, she's and, all a flower and now and thousands of bees just like go right on her and then it's like oh wow this is really weird this went know? from erotic to yuck very fast but uh and and then after the bees are done they take her out they like unveil her and then and then she's like, I'm a zapper. A, yeah, and, and she's got the eyeball. Yeah, she then, so then she's sitting there, and the cop, the cop comes to the house to tell her about her husband's death, and she's in full B mode, and she's like so trying to touch the cops, and he's like, Look, I, I'm, I, I'm out of here, and she like even chases him out the door, kind of, yeah, 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 and yeah. he's like, See ya. He's, he's actually the only guy of virtue in this entire movie, pretty much, yeah. you know, but he's, he actually plays the straight, I'm above, I'm, I'm the law, I'm. I'm not. I'm above that kind of moral re- reprehensibility, you know, the yeah, adultery yeah. and stuff. Because she doesn't even care that her husband's dead. No. She's all like, well, she's a bee girl. Yeah, now. she's all like, oh, really? That's a shame. Anyway, look at that. <laughs> w- let me re- loosen up that tight belt of yours, you know, or whatever she says. And you're like, oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Crazy. <laughs> and I was just like, whatever. So, so he takes off, and then, uh, then they, then he calls in the quarantine the entire town. Right. Now this is where I was like. They're gonna go the A bomb route. Uh-huh. I thought they were gonna quarantine the town, and then you'd see a plane fly over, and then there's no more bees, like like spraying the hive, because uh, that is how it could have went. Yeah, it could have. But luckily, the director is not a, as dark-hearted as me, <laughs> and he's like, nah, nah, we're gonna have the good guy. So the good guy. T- commandeers a jeep by running faster than the guards that have gone. That was the funniest thing because he's oh, running. Yeah. They're all, when, when he's running, they're going after him and they're almost catching up to him. But when he gets in the jeep, it's like 20 seconds before they get there. They're it's like, like, what happened? And they all yeah. like, <laughs> it was just like, why? And the, the one guard that's staying there gets distracted by a very 60s hippie B-girl. Oh, yeah. She was uh, very... She looked like the girl from Black... Two lane blacktop. Yep, she did. Uh, like the long, long, straight hippie yeah. hair. The jeans. Yeah, the, the jeans. She was slamming the sixties styling. Yeah, whatever, yeah. The tied yeah. off tight shirt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. With a bit, with a midriff showing and yep. all that. Oh yeah. And she's like, I lost my keys. I think it's over there. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> so, so our 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 national guard or whatever is not made up of the brightest of soldiers. You know. Maybe the horniest. Yeah, the horniest. That's probably correct. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that lady would have got a rifle butt to the back of the head in modern day times. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, like, so, so somewhere along the way, by his jeep running over there, they they the, the doctor the, called Julie Zorn and got her to go over there. Yeah, that's right, 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 right. So like he he tries to he tries to call her up and he finds she's not there. So all of a sudden he goes, oh no, they got her. So he's taken off the. Yep. Save her, you know. In the meantime, and and and, and during that time, they're they're they they grabbed her, and they're trying to turn Julie into another B yep. girl. Or yeah. Whatever. See, the the final act is all inclusive. Like it's one of those where like everyone's gonna be in the exact same shot at the yeah, very yeah, end. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. not doing any editing for this. You know, just whatever, go with it. Yeah. So she's and this is a kind of a cool thing because they started the process and and then he comes in and he's like oh you got to stop and she's like if you do that I'll I'll kill her I'll put flip the switch so he slowly like backs away and then he shoots the switch that the queen bee was going to use to create 
to make his girlfriend into a B girl. Right. The the, the murdering Julie. Uh, Julie Zorn. Julie yeah. Zorn, yeah. And uh, I like how I just call her the murdering Julie Zorn. No, 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 no. The attempted she, murdering she Julie Zorn. She, she's Victoria Vetri. I thought at that point when she was there, and this is one, like my favorite scene in the movie because she's like, she's like top, she's naked and she's like bathed in this blue light and she's either been made a B-girl or is right. or is about to be and she looks spectacular, I gotta say. This is my favorite scene. Anyway, anyway yeah. That's so when he, Dr. Morbius so truly found love in life. That's what, that's what, yes. That's what you I should write her. Except a, for the gun part. No, I'm not gonna write her in jail. Write her in jail and be like, no, look, no. you know, I know you've had some trouble with men in the past no, no, trying to kill him and all, but let me be your B guy. No, Just no. write that and send it. <laughs> no, this movie was 1974. <laughs> this is 40 years later. I ain't going there. I would do it, man. No, it's okay. <laughs> oh, I thought I had you on the hook. No, all, right. all right. So and so then, then like he, he so he basically shoots the thing and then it does that 70s thing where oh, one yeah. bullet makes the entire world collapse on it. You know, you're like okay, and he grabs the girl and runs out and looks at it through the window as they're writhing and. They actually look like a beehive that you've nuked with their spray. They're kind of, uh, and they're flopping around in some boobs and whatever. And then, then they, then they're back at his swinging bachelor pad. And I, I, and even at that point, I thought when they were doing it, I thought she was going to turn into. They, that was the second thing I was going to say. It could have went again. Yeah. Like, because she's talking about all the science stuff, and he's like, "Oh, that's really interesting, you silly woman." And he's like, kind of directing her to the bed, and finally he throws her on the bed. And they start to make love, and this is the end. This is end scene, end credits almost. And you're like, I know where this is going. Part two, she's gonna sit up on top of him, and her eyes, she's gonna eyes black, cut. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Didn't do it. I thought for happy sure, ending. I thought for sure they would have done that, at least to make it a second, for a sequel. You yeah. know, like I thought we were going there. Like the eyes, like as she's writhing on top of him, she looks at the camera. Boom! Big black eyes. No, no, didn't. They just, just left it, which is happy. And then, but, but at the end, you see the bees pollinating. Yeah. And then you're like, are they insinuating something? But then again, am I really reading that much into this <laughs> yeah, movie? Exactly. There's a point where you got to be like, why am I trying to find subtext in this movie? Like, and, 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 there wasn't text in this movie. And, There's not going to be any subtext. And honestly, and, I, and 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 again, going within within that topic or whatever, if you really wanted to, really bad, you could find some feminist subtext going oh, on yeah, in here because yeah, this was could. done right at the height of the women's movement if you really want to bring go home the there, bacon and fry it up in a pan yeah if you really want to <laughs> go there but i'm not gonna go there and never ever let you forget you're a man yeah right because i'm a wow man yeah, yeah the dirtbag man and the t- strong women and the ajuli yeah, wait wasn't uh, that the name of it Aj- what is that what was that what i can bring home the bacon fry it up in a pan and never, oh, ever, I'm ever forget you're a man. Because I'm a yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I thought it was like Aju Lee. I don't remember. Oh. But I know that song. That's going to be, the, that poster is going to be on our, on, our, on our website. Okay, anyway. So, all right. That's the movie. It was. It did what it had to do to be a Beebs movie. See, whatever, it, it was yeah. a couple levels there. You know, and if you dig the 70s, you're going to dig this movie. Yeah, and, and if you dig hot looking women. With ugly old scientists, <laughs> and you're gonna love it too. Yeah, that was the weirdest part of this thing. <laughs> there was nary a handsome guy to be found. Like even the star, who was manly, was that I've been left out in the rain a little bit too long, manly. Like I, I don't look so good anymore, manly. You know, but, but, like, I, but it wasn't a particularly. I was gonna say it was like a, it was like uh, a middle-aged man's dream, but not really because they all die. <laughs> well, if you're they die go. and they come and they go, as they say. Yeah, if you're gonna go, why not, man? Yeah, you know, exactly, pick your own yeah. death. So, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. I want to be killed by. Ju- Nitra Ford or whatever. (laughs) You don't want to be shot by Victoria Vetri. You want to rather go by Nitra Ford. I wonder if she's still around. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there she is. Ah, nice. All right. (laughs) (laughs) An interesting movie. It was an interesting movie. Funny. You know, I'm not going to give it a slamming review like no. I did the last one. What, what, like, Lady Terminator, you know. <laughs> but Lady Terminator was on a different level. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, from, a, it's <laughs> from a mind that I just can't even understand, you know. It was just, what? Uh. 
I can understand making a sequel, but I just can't understand what, why. You know, but anyway. Yeah. Sorry. I can so kind of understand a little bit of the what behind this. So movie. Yeah, I guess what 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 are you gonna give the B girls? I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Yeah, I was gonna say eh, six. I'm going with a six, All six point right. five. It, it's it's worth it's it. worth a watch. It's funny and goofy, and you you at some point you're gonna be like, why am I watching this? But just go with it. It has naked have girls. A, have a few beers. It has naked girls on a chrome motorcycle, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, this is a cool motorcycle. I like yeah, that. Yeah, what motor- kind was it? Was it was like a Honda 125 Enduro, I think, okay. but it had that chrome tank on it, so that made it like. There was some really cool motorcycles out of that era, like like very cool. Like I, I they're sought after now. Even they just had um, a certain styling to them that was very late 60s, early 70s, and they just they looked cool. They they drove. Probably like crap compared to today, but who cares? You know. Well, okay. Well, here you go. Here's my last this or that question. Okay. Bicycle or motorcycle? Bicycle. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. I like motorcycles, but bikes are cool. Okay. I like bikes. All right. And he, as he was saying that, for those of you listening, he was pointing towards my garage, of which I have motorcycles and and bicycles kind of hanging everywhere. So. Yeah. Uh, and I probably would have a different answer if we didn't live where I live. <laughs> Um, Florida is not bicycle or motorcycle friendly, but when you ride a motorcycle down here, you have a way of dying pretty quick. Oh, sure. The driving down here is crazy, combative at best. Yeah. And um, and that's what... Because uh, I used to ride a lot. I rode every day to work and stuff, but you just almost die one too many times and I just kind of got away from it. You're like, ah, enough of this. <laughs> um, Thrill seeker. Yeah, not so much anymore. All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week with more fun and exciting B through Z zaniness.